It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Really excited to introduce one of the most inspiring and wonderful humans that I've come to know. Uh, another wonderful guest that's a gift from um, being in the Soul Centered CEO Collective. Uh, she's truly epic. I'm looking forward to introducing her and getting you guys to understand her story and how it can bring more light into your life. As always, please, 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 as you listen to this conversation and it moves you, as I know it will, do connect with Jetty and also do rate review this podcast and share it with someone who can be inspired by it too so without any more delays hey 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 introduce yourself to the people hey well uh, hello everybody so excited to be here and share my story um i'm an influencer the rebel influencer model and speaker and i am 49 year old 49 years old, young. Mm -hmm. I am Dutch born and I have moved to Canada when I was 30 with my husband and then one year old son. And um, I live in two places now. I live on a farm, but we also have a mountain place in beautiful Canmore in Rockies. And I try to inspire the world uh, with my stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I came from dysfunction, a dysfunctional family, and I just want to inspire and change the world that you can do whatever you want to be in life and you can be who you want to be. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Why don't we start with how we get from Holland to Canada? (laughs) I'm always interested to know people that escape uh, Europe and the UK. I'm always interested to know what inspired that. Yeah, um, Well, my husband is a farmer and Mm -hmm. he was a dairy farmer in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And as you know, Europe is pretty crowded and especially (laughs) the Netherlands. So Mm -hmm. there wasn't that much space to grow. Mm -hmm. And it was his childhood dream. Dream with Dan, right? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> uh, it was his dream, which I never knew. He saw it as a child on TV, a farmer in Canada, and he oh, always wow. had that vision in his head. And I did not truly, I did not know that. So mm-hmm. it started with a road trip from Vancouver to Calgary. Mm-hmm. And I was 29. I Yeah, I was 29 at the time. And um, I told him, like, well, don't ever think I'm going to move from the Netherlands. <laughs> but when we were in Canada, I uh, loved it. We both fell in love. And from mm-hmm. that point on, um, we took the steps to so- sell our farm in the Netherlands and to buy land and everything. Yeah. Wow. So you were like... I'm staying in the Netherlands. This is where I am. And then you went to Canada and you were like, oh, okay. (laughs) I think this just speaks to being open to new blessings and attached to our stories about what things have to look like. Because if you'd stuck to your guns and not even gone to see it, for example, then you might not have been able to have the opportunity to see this something that you might actually come to love. Yeah. And of course, moving to a different country and continent is hard. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize that. We just dove in and, mm-hmm. you know, 
30 and young and na naive and mm -hmm. but that was a good thing mm -hmm. um it all worked out really well for us we love canada and i think for me personally mm -hmm. i have always had these big dreams actually a best friend of mine made all her dreams come true in the oh, Netherlands, wow. and and she was my expander in life and i never saw it i always thought i wasn't good enough and i mm. think by moving to a different country i could literally uh, cut the cords with my with my past easier and mm -hmm. yeah it just empowered me it's sort of the american dream kind of thing but then in mm. canada <laughs> i had the canadian dream yeah so <laughs> you you've you've you, you've alluded to something that obviously i i know a bit more about your story being in the collective and having heard from you before but people see oh here you are you've got your place in the rockies you've got the farm you've you've come to do the thing everyone's happy things are grooving but you've mentioned that it wasn't always like that before we get more into that story i want to touch on the transition point now you're the rebel influencer you're aspiring you're showing your story everywhere but i generally found that there are two points in time that come in your story the time when your story changed and the time when you were ready to share your story. So let's go to where the story changed. Was there an event, a conversation, a book that you read, something that woke you up and created the change? My change really came with Lyme disease. I mm. had Lyme disease for a few years and that was of course, sort of a, a big roadblock. And that's when I hit rock, rock bottom. At first, I didn't know what it was. So lots mm -hmm. of doctor's visits and no diagnosis, but um, I have a wonderful doctor. And eventually the diagnosis came in 2017. Mm -hmm. And that was was just a beautiful moment because I knew now really what I had to work on. And I also learned that illness is not only in your body, it, you know, your body and mind is one. And I started working really on healing myself and connecting more to body and mind. I also had a past with bulimia. So mm -hmm. I always felt disconnected from my body and was mm -hmm. hurting my body in that way. Mm -hmm. So the Lyme disease was really a second chance that mm. woke me up and to be more in life and live the life that I wanted. Mm. My terms. So the transition point happened in the last few years. Were you still continuing with the bulimia challenges and everything up until that time? Or did that fade away or transition out earlier? The bulimia did uh, fade away earlier, uh, mm -hmm. around when I was 40. Mm -hmm. And my transition really came when I was 45. So really, mm -hmm. really mid 40s. Mm -hmm. And um, I do have to be honest about that, though. I did struggle for a long time still with binge eating, mm -hmm. but I stopped harming myself. And mm -hmm. the binge eating really has fallen into place, uh, stopped mm -hmm. over the last few years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So even when you were dealing with this big move you were facing these challenges in terms of not being in your body that must have been 
hectic to say the least still having these things that you're dealing with and then uprooting and moving but like you said being somewhere else also helped you to to heal because you didn't have the same physical bonds and triggers around you yeah it is um it 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 is really refreshing to move Mm -hmm. uh, from your environment that Mm -hmm. was sort of toxic although the new home i had built with my husband was not toxic at all but it's still in that same closed area Mm -hmm. so i think that really helped me and it it just um yeah it was chaotic and hectic and kind of crazy when i look back while also raising two boys and that's why why i had no career um ideas or even desires at that point because i was just totally overwhelmed with the move and Mm. and i got pregnant then with a a second son in canada Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the bulimia came back during more stressful times. So definitely mm-hmm. during that move. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what are some of the ways that you found yourself to be resourced to start this healing? Because it, time and time again, when people are dealing with these these deeper challenges there's a deeper healing that leads to the movement away from it. it wasn't so much a magic pill but actually healing something underneath what was that journey like for you when my parents passed away that they had me older i was kind of a surprise baby mm-hmm. and so they passed away when they were 82 and 80 pretty mm-hmm. close to each other and i was like 36 mm-hmm. at the time and that really uh, really made me look into my life and realize that my bulimia was not normal mm-hmm. My husband was the only person that knew about it, though. I did share it with him, but he he couldn't help me, of course. And then with the online world starting at that time, I, I did started with an online program. And it was quite the journey. It's not a one-day fix. I mm-hmm. have many modalities, and mm-hmm. some of them really resonated with me. And that's what, that's what made the healing uh, mm-hmm. come through. Is there any particular modality that you found to be more effective um, for you on your journey? Or was it sort of at this time, this was going to be more effective for this situation or this stressful situation that was more effective? I really found the inner child healing Mm. very effective. I Mm. never knew about it you know Mm -hmm. about inner child wounds and that was so powerful and Mm. that is what I learned about the end of my 30s and I continue to do so during my 40s uh, and especially with emotional freedom technique Mm -hmm. I have found that um, yeah very very powerful very very healing Beautiful, beautiful. So for people, for example, that are, so I was talking with someone a little earlier today about suffering in silence. And we were talking about how actually one of the, one of the things that we can look as a silver lining of the pandemic, for example, has been mental health issues and, and quiet 
in the shadow issues have been brought to light, whether because people can't hide them anymore because you're, you're trapped in the house with people or whether people are getting to see the struggling and suffering that their loved ones are going through. And so I think that this is a time when a lot more is coming to the surface for people. Uh, for someone, for example, that's in a position like your husband, um, where they're coming to an awareness that a loved one is suffering some form of challenge, whether it's bulimia or some other, some other challenge, um, how would you, what would you offer them as some insights from your own experience that could support them in, in being more, more supportive of what's going on? Well, I think um, what I found really powerful, there's this documentary out now just from a Prince Harry and Oprah, and it's mm-hmm. called The Me You Cannot See. Mm-hmm. So we all have a me you cannot see uh, mm-hmm. within us, right? And I'm very vocal about my struggles and my realities, but that is not for everyone, right? It, And it took me quite a couple years to get to this point Mm. but I think to watch something together so that the partner starts to understand a little bit about that I I found that a very very powerful uh, Mm. series and quite honestly I had I couldn't stop crying (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, because it is just so empowering to see um, let's say celebrity people that they have mm-hmm. issues just like everyone else. And mm. so it, it becomes a more open, open talk, right? Open subject. And there's no shame around it anymore. So I think that would be, that would be a great first step to, to mm. watch something powerful like that together. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And for those who are perhaps still suffering in silence, um, did you find that there was any group support? Or maybe someone doesn't feel ready to share what's going on with a loved one. Are there ex- any organizations or groups for various challenges that you found that people can, can, can reach out to and get some support, even if they're not ready quite to, to share it with their loved ones yet? Yeah, I actually have, if people feel comfortable, they can also DM me. Um, there is a eating disorder membership group that oh, wow. is the, that I can refer people. I have nothing, no connections, whatever mm-hmm. with them, but I just know from my consultant that, you know, if I want to... People come to me sometimes because I've written about this and I talk about this so Mm -hmm. that I can refer those people to a reputable source. Um, Mm. And um, yeah, there are many organizations and eating disorder. It's, it's not about, it's not about the food. It's Mm. usually, like I said before, it's the inner child uh, past wounds Mm -hmm. So there are so many people on YouTube and Instagram these days that um, can help you. But if people are interested, I have some resources that I can refer people to or some very powerful Instagram handles that Mm -hmm. dealt with the same well, I, I do want to make sure that people connect with you um, after hearing this episode. And I'd love to speak a little bit more about the work that you're specifically doing, because I know that you are out there sort of putting it out there and bringing these conversations to, to light. I've even seen other topics around um, just 
body image and, and self-love of the body that you've been posting about recently. Um, what are some, some, some tips or some, some, some shares that you'd love to, to, to offer the listeners that might actually start to move the needle for them and create some difference in their life today? Well, I think the biggest change for myself was really self-love and accepting mm. who I am and what I am and mm. looking at people differently. Like a lot of people have disabilities. My husband is dyslectic and he has been shamed for it. Mm. And I just want people to see through the labels and through, mm. through age and through body size. Mm. It, it doesn't matter. You can be who you want to be. And if you're accepting yourself as who you are, and that is so powerful. Mm. Self-acceptance really feels self-acceptance. I, I think acceptance is a precursor to love. I don't think we can love something unless we accept it, especially ourselves. Yeah. But um that feels like a really key cornerstone to this journey of healing. It is. And, and I do have to say that lots of times in the past, I saw self-love, love yourself. And I'm mm. like, what is that? Like, <laughs> I was actually going to say, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? And mm. it, is, it is hard, of course. It, it takes a peeling layers of old beliefs that you have the stories that you're telling yourself that are not really your stories mm. and daring to be who you are and who you who you want to be um mm-hmm. yeah accepting your disability i have other people in my family with disabilities and it doesn't it doesn't mean anything society makes it all mean something and i just mm. want it to be an open conversation so everybody gets accepted and feels accepted and i have felt never really fitting in and mm. now i can accept that's actually a great thing mm-hmm. <laughs> but i think everybody needs to see that they're they're all u- unique. You know, nobody, nobody is the same. Everybody's different. And that's your strength. Don't mm-hmm. try to be like someone else or even compare yourself with someone else. But just be your unique, quirky, uh, nerdy, whatever you. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like rather than complicating self-love to be this big thing, it's really just a simple idea of not putting other people like ranking other people above you and not ranking yourself below other other people does that sound like a sort of messy oh. dissection of the idea yeah. no that sounds like a truth for me because mm. i'm a law, law school dropout uh, mm-hmm. from amsterdam and mm-hmm. that has haunted me for many many years all my mm. friends have titles and degrees mm-hmm. And I've tried after many, many things because I didn't feel good enough. I always felt that those people with titles, they were more than me. And Mm. now I can see that I feel it's not true. I have university degree was not my way. You know, we believe that there is only one way. 
Mm. And that's not true. I'm doing it a different way. And I just literally say, fuck it. Mm. <laughs> it got to a point, you know, it, it took growth to realize that. And yeah, so I put a lot of people above me. Mm-hmm. when we love ourselves, then we can start to come into the body then we can start to do the work then we can start to find the support and start to do the healing and then did you find that as you healed things went away started to kind of fall away by themselves if that makes sense as you healed things sort of started to take shape and, and look after themselves you mean in other things, good things happening in my life? Yeah, just things starting to come together and take shape as you healed. Yeah, absolutely. The more yeah. I healed, the more I have my vi- the more I healed, mm-hmm. the clearer my desires came, the clearer mm. it became what I really wanted in life and what I want my life to look like for the rest of my life. Mm. I never really knew. I just did something. I just mm-hmm. I just did something. I was asleep and the more I healed, the more clear everything got and the more clear everything got and my desires, the more things started to come in my life, the more doors opened, the more different people came. Mm. Yeah, that's truly really what happened (laughs) that's amazing so let's talk a little bit more about what you're actually doing hands-on um you're writing you're you're speaking are you working with people and supporting them in any way um no no. sorry just sharing the message yeah sharing a message uh i'm i'm a model also and Mm -hmm influencer mm-hmm. and I have coached in mm-hmm. the past and going through certification and coaching people was very, uh, very empowering. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first step in my journey. Mm-hmm. And like I said, things became clearer when I healed, peeled the layers off. And mm-hmm. um, that's what I was like. I've always wanted to be a model and having i'm also a makeup artist i did that in my 20s an image stylist Mm -hmm. in my my 40s and i just love everything makeup and fashion Mm -hmm. but it was i don't have the perfect body for modeling so in the past it wasn't uh, possible and now things are changing and i want more change in the industry like mm. i want there to be a place for everybody and i want to show the world that i can i can go after my dreams and mm-hmm. i'm making it, making everything happen and mm-hmm. i want for everybody else to to step into their desires what they want to do with their life too Mm, that's beautiful and it's so rare i think for people these days a lot of people like i'm going to be a coach i'm going to be this i'm going to be a healer but you're like no i just want to bring about some change i just want to be an example i'm living my best life and i just want to inspire you to do too and that for me really speaks to the spirit of what we want to do here on the podcast which is really give people permission to to recognize that they didn't need any permission to just go out and bloody go for it and dream and and go for it and make things happen. So thank you so much for sharing your light. That's, that's beautiful. Uh, For people that do want to follow your journey and to be a part of what you're doing, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Go to my Instagram page, True Yeti, and uh, we can connect through there. I share most of my life events and stories on there. And if they want to reach out to me, I'm always there too. I'm always um, wanting to help. Or if you need help, I can, yeah, 
help you that way. Well, we're looking forward to sharing that in the show notes so people can jump in and do that. So guys, please join me in celebrating and thanking, um, just thanking for the, the spirit, for for the love, for for the just the beautiful energy that you brought and the inspiration that you are. Thank you for your journey and for what you're doing with it. We really appreciate you. Guys, as I said at the beginning, I told you you're going to want to share this. Make sure you do. Um, rate and view the podcast. Give us, let us know what you think. Do check in, tune in, and just say hi. Just say thank you. Send some love. Get his way so that she knows that you tuned in today. Until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. And remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.